The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Joe Biden, he's the Democratic candidate running against Donald Trump in November's presidential election. A former vice president, Biden's been around American politics a long time. So to get you geared up for lots of election news, this episode takes a look at Joe Biden's background, his family, his politics, and how he came to be the man up against Trump come November. Squish Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. As we always do, Claire, with these biographical shortcuts, let's start with the basics. Joe Biden is 77 years old, Claire, which, fun fact, if he's elected, he'd be the oldest president ever. Now tell us, where was he born? Who are his parents? Joseph Biden Jr. was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And yes, for fans of the US version of The Office, that's where the fictitious Dunder Mifflin Paper Company branch office, graced by Michael, Jim and Pam, was based. Biden's grandfather was in oil and his father, Joseph Sr., had wealth as he started a family with his wife, Jean, Biden's mother. But they fell on hard times and relocated to Wilmington, Delaware, where his father got a job as a used car salesman. There, a young Joe Biden attended a private Catholic school. Joe Biden is a Catholic. Claire, he had one formative obstacle to overcome in his younger years. As a child, he stuttered and he's talked about his uncle, Ed, who lived with his family growing up. Ed also had a stutter and never really dealt with it and ended up having a rather sad life. So as a kid, he wanted to work hard to practice to get his mouth unstuck, is what he said. And even today, it's something that he works on. Like many in politics, he had a number of leadership positions at school, also at university where he studied law. He eventually practiced criminal law. And during that time, he was getting his political bearings. He described his starting point as a Liberal Republican, which is kind of what we would consider Australia's Liberal Party to be. Mm. But it was the era of Richard Nixon that turned him off that. And then he considered himself a supporter of neither party, but he ultimately registered as a Democrat voter. And just because it's another good trivia fact, Claire, like the incumbent President Donald Trump, Joe Biden isn't a drinker. He says he's never had a drink. Alcohol significantly impacted his family and he said he just knew that it wasn't for him. Speaking of family, Joe Biden's is a big part of his political life. Let's take a look. Joe Biden met his first wife, a wealthy New Yorker, Nelia Hunter, in 1964. They married while he was still at law school and had three children together. Joseph Bo Biden III, he was known as Bo, Robert Hunter Biden, known as Hunter, and Naomi Christina Biden, Claire. But sadly, it was in December 1972 when Nelia and one-year-old Naomi were killed in a car accident. Bo and Hunter were also in that car, but they survived the crash. And the family tragedy doesn't end there for Joe Biden. Yeah, if we jump forward to 2015, Bo, who became the Attorney General of Delaware, died of brain cancer. He was in his mid-40s. It's Joe Biden's experience of tragedy and dealing with grief that many say has given him an almost superpower-like ability to comfort and listen and connect with people who are in pain. We then go back to the mid-70s. Joe Biden is now a single dad of two young boys. He heads out on a blind date. He meets Jill Jacobs, a teacher. They hit it off. They get married. They have one child together, Ashley, who was born in 1981. 
And his relationship with Jill is what he credits with being able to put his life back together. Biden was elected to the US Senate just a few weeks before Nelia and Naomi's deaths, and he was re-elected not long after his marriage to Jill. And from there, he was able to really forge a political career that he's still pursuing more than 40 years later. And he says that's because of Jill's support. So Jill's helped him in politics. His son, Hunter Biden, has also had a profile. Not sure it's been as helpful as far as his dad's career goes. He had a guest starring role in the impeachment of President Donald Trump. So Hunter was on the board of a Ukrainian gas company with ties to an oligarch and former president and right-wing conspiracy theories concerning his business dealings in Ukraine swirled. So Trump asked the incumbent Ukraine president, Vladimir Zelensky, to investigate. And if they didn't, America was going to withhold defence aid. So it was that call that triggered the process. We have a shortcut on impeachment for those out there who still think we're talking about the fruit. (laughs) Broadly, though, the reason Hunter's involvement was pursued was political, Claire. Yeah, Trump wanted to track that down for ammunition against Joe Biden because there was a sense even then that he was going to be Trump's opponent in this year's presidential election. Which is exactly what has happened. Let's get into Joe Biden's journey through politics now. Joe Biden is a six-term senator from Delaware. He's the 47th vice president of the United States. And this time around was his third go at asking the Democrats to endorse him as their presidential candidate, first in 1998 and then again in 2008. Give us a sense of his politics, Claire. Where is he on the political spectrum? He considers himself to be liberal on things like civil rights and health care, but on the conservative side, when you're looking at things like abortion and support for the military, and when you look at the candidates that he beat from the left of the Democratic Party, like Bernie Sanders, and then you look at the right-leaning agenda of President Trump, Biden really is a moderate candidate. And of course, Joe Biden was vice president in the Obama administration. So he has a bit of a legacy from that role that time, particularly in regards to healthcare, Claire. He was a big supporter of the Obama administration's Affordable Care Act. It's an issue he talks about often in the context of his family's personal tragedy. That's because he was able to access the quality health care for his son as he was suffering brain cancer, the sort of care that millions of Americans can't access. And of course, at the heart of Obamacare was extending health care coverage to low-income Americans. What about civil rights? It's particularly topical right now. It is, and he's widely regarded as someone who's been a long-time champion of civil rights for African-Americans and other marginalised groups. And look, his voting record isn't perfect, backing civil rights measures. Remember, he's been in the Senate for a long time. But as you get through that legislation, and pick out the technicalities of those bills, you can be really nitpicky about it. Mm. But very broadly, he's been someone who's championed civil rights for a long time. He's also credited with introducing the first climate change bill in Congress back in 1986. Yeah, and during this campaign already, he's unveiled a $1.7 trillion climate policy that's aimed at eliminating America's net greenhouse gas emissions by 2050, which is why he's said that if I'm able to pass what I'm talking about, my administration would go down in history as one of the most progressive administrations in American history. And of course, as we've said, we are in a presidential election campaign as we speak. Let's have a look at Joe Biden's campaign so far. 
A feature of this presidential election, Claire, will inevitably be coronavirus. Outside of the management of the virus itself, America is very focused on the economy. Yeah, very tied to that event, of course. And when you look at the polls, Joe Biden is ahead of Donald Trump. He has been for a little while now. But of course, keep in mind that the polls got it very badly wrong Mm. when you look at the Hillary Clinton versus Trump campaign back in 2016. So one thing that has stuck out, though, is that Biden isn't tracking so well when it comes to management of the economy. And in these economically challenged times, it's one of those measures to look out for. There's also been allegations across Biden's career that he made women feel uncomfortable by touching their shoulders or kissing their heads. There's also been claims of serious sexual assault. Last year, a former staffer, Tara Reid, joined other women to say that he'd behaved inappropriately towards them. But she's since said that in 1993, he pushed her up against a wall and assaulted her. He says that that never happened and staff from the time also can't recall her making a complaint. And as we said, of course, as coronavirus is affecting everything, it's also affecting how the campaign is logistically managed. Neither Biden nor Trump have been able to hold big rallies or even intimate fundraisers because of the restrictions, which some say is an advantage for Trump. Yeah, and that's because he's been able to stage campaign events that are thinly disguised presidential events. Mm. Meanwhile, Biden has literally been stuck broadcasting out of his basement, but it saved his campaign some money. And as we know, these campaigns can cost hundreds of millions of dollars. So virtual campaigning aside, what's Biden's campaign style been like? He can become tangled up in his own words. It's what President Barack Obama famously referred to as his verbal flourishes. I like that. We might steal that <laughs> yeah, for the podcast. We have a few we, ourselves from time to do. time. We, we verbally flourish from time <laughs> to time. And commentators at the moment are saying that he's actually coming across as steady and experienced and familiar and even a little bit boring, but that could actually be an attribute at this time. Who would know? While we're on President Obama, safe to say they have a bit of a bromance. What role is Obama playing in Biden's campaign? The president-vice president relationship can be a tricky one, but Obama and Biden were recognised for their strong friendship. Didn't start out that way, but over the eight years, they became quite the pairing. To date, Obama hasn't done a lot for Biden's campaign, but he's on board and he's positioned to do a lot more in the coming months as the effort to defeat Donald Trump gathers steam. Stand by for more on that. That's your shortcut to Joe Biden. Each episode of Squiz Shortcuts, we give you some further reading, listening, watching, a lot of reading we've been recommending at the moment, but that's all right. For those into the gossip columns, there's a bit about Hunter Biden at the moment, Claire. He has been quite a figure of the last few years. So, yeah, there's a a good link that you've got there that is um, the backstory to Hunter Biden, I guess. Hunter Biden's life scandals. There we go. We'll say no more. (laughs) I've got some pictures of Biden and Obama together. They're a bit of a laugh and there's a gallery of those to click through. And it's only fair, of course, that you'll need to get across the Trumps as well. So we might do a squeeze shortcut on Donald Trump. Of course, if you've got a recommendation for a squeeze shortcut, shoot us an email at hello at thesqueeze.com.au. We've got a few banked up at the moment. We'll tackle those in the next few weeks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week. 